In goes Stewart! They've only gone and done it! And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to the Glover's Past from the Glover's Cast, where we speak to former Yeovil Town players about their time at the club, recall their memories of life in green and white. And today I'm joined by a defender who joined, who arrived at Yeovil Town in 2000 and went on to be part of the sides that got the club out of non-league football after 108 years of trying and then secure promotion up to League One a couple of, year, a couple of seasons later. Um, he's now back in the club in a different capacity, and we'll ask him all about that later, after we have recounted his glory days. So I'd first of all like to start by saying a big Glover's Cast welcome to Roy O'Brien. Roy, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. No problem at all. Brilliant. Well, uh, we've got quite a lot of uh, questions to ask you because uh, I say I hadn't realised it, it was uh, five years and and a quite a five years you had at the club as well. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah, it started off, yeah, it was... It was, it was surprising for me to um, like to, to come and join the club because uh, I was living in Bournemouth, um, played for Dorchester, and then um, I had a good season at, at Dorchester that season. And um, yeah, so then I got a phone call from uh, Steve Thompson saying that right. Dave Webb wanted to come and like say for me to come and train with them. So yeah, I did, and it was it was really good. It was really good. I yeah. I was buzzing the fact that they were going full time. It's, it's something that I wanted to do, get back into. Um, and, then, and when the opportunity came, I, I, I grabbed it. So Yeah. So, so as you say, that's the summer of two, 2000, which was kind of the, the start of something, Kate Yeovil, wasn't it? I mean, everybody um, who was around at that time will remember the transition out of part-time to full-time. Um, yeah. you've, uh, David Webb, obviously, as, as manager, um, what... What was what was he like to start with? Because we've spoken to a few of your old teammates, Ben Smith being one who, who told us he, he he wasn't a guy to be to be messed about with. I mean, how how did you find him having uh, played under different managers at Dorchester? He must have been a different character. Yeah, no, definitely. I I quite I quite liked how he was uh, because I think as a as a player, you, you, there's certain managers you get along with, and there's always that kind of. You never knew. Well, you knew where you were within, but <laughs> you knew if you stepped out of line in any way, he'd pull you back into it. And, yeah. and uh, he was a very, well, I say he was a very quiet man. I always thought him a very quiet man. Probably, probably the other lads probably said to you that, like during like match day, he'd come in about ten to three. He wouldn't really have a big, massive team talk. He'd go individually to us. I want you to do this today. I want you to do this. I want you to do this. And, it, and, and that was it. It was, yeah. um, but his training, his, his, his attention to detail in training, um, like you say, he, he played himself. He was a captain of Chelsea when they won the FA Cup. So he, he knew the game and uh, he wasn't one to mess around with. He, yeah. I, I, lo- I loved the fact that the kind of manager he was, that kind of helped me. Yeah. And you knew where you were. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think Ben Smith told us about. I can't remember who it was now, but he, he he was threatening to hang someone from a floodlight if he did. Oh something. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I'm not going to say who it was, but <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it was. Uh, you, you know where you stand when someone tells you they're going to hang you from the floodlight. With Dave yeah. Webb, you probably you you wouldn't have uh, uh, you know second guessed him, would you? You might well have done it. <laughs> oh, no, well, well, he 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 had the power to do it as well. He was. Yeah. He, but yeah, he was he was he was good for me personally. He was good for yeah. me just to get you kind of. What can I say? Is it was when 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 I was like full time before, like a young pro, you were disciplined um, yeah. in terms of how you trained and how you everything about it really, and that kind of really reminded me again of of that kind of the nature of the football that I grew up to do, and, and um, it kind of brought me back to those kind of. 
rules and kind of things like that. So it, yeah. it was good for me. It was a it was discipline, and you knew if you messed about, you know about it. And yeah. Was, so yeah, it was a uh, yeah, but it was good for me. Yeah, yeah. And you've you mentioned already there that the club was, was literally just transitioning. I think that was our first season as a full-time club. Um, you'd obviously come out part-time with, with uh, Dorchester. How, how did you find it making that transition back to full-time football as a player? But also, how did you find the club transitioning? Because it must have been a learning curve for everybody at that point. It, it was. It was uh, the first few days of training, was, you could see... Like you see, we were all full time. Everyone was pretty much living in the area, and and it was a it was a very close knit group of, group of lads, because uh, where we were like Thursday nights, we used to go down to Asda. It's no longer there. There used to be a, a restaurant in there, right? All you, all you can eat. So we'd meet up and and literally empty out everything that was in there. Right, eat all you could. Yeah, <laughs> it was eat what you could, and it was like that was it. But. It, it, it created that, that bond between the team, the few of the lads that were living in, around the area. Um, fortunately for me, a, a mate of mine lived in Yeovil, so, um, because I was living in Bournemouth, so he said I can come and live with him for a while. And, um, right. and then my, my wife now, my girlfriend then, she, she moved down when, when we went full time. So she moved down quite soon and we bought a house down there. Yeah. Yeah. And um, did you find, did it, did it feel like a full-time club at that point? Because as I say, the club was literally just moving from part-time to full-time. Did, did it have that air or I imagine people like David Webb being there probably gave it a bit of that feeling? He did. He did. Uh, it, it was the training as well. It was the, I think when, on hindsight, now looking back of the players he's, he had already and the players that were coming in, they were all like hungry players that mm. all, um, pretty much, what can I say? They they kind of witnessed and and had that kind of feeling at, at pro clubs as well. So they you could see like, like the Crittenden and Glen Poole lads, lads like that. They were at clubs before, uh, and you could just see that we were forming something together because we all were in the same boat. We all got pretty much released from like Premier League clubs and different things like that, but. We all we all had the same mindset that we wanted it to be full time, um, and we, we we like I said, they Webb and that brought a team together that that we 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 uh, kind of competed every every game we played in. Yeah, so it was a young team, wasn't it? Because, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I look at some of those. I mean, obviously, Skivo, we know, has, has gone on um, to do, do do what he's done. But you mentioned there, Nick Crittenden, Barrington, Belgrave, James Ben, uh, those kind of people. A few more experienced heads, like Tom, Tom White is one that, that, that jumps out at me. But there's a lot of uh, young young players in there, isn't there? Yeah, well, like I say, there was. Like, you had Chris Wheel, you had Lindegaard, yeah. Chris Giles, Bradley Peters was another one. Um, yeah. James Bent. Tonkin, uh, yeah. so, so there was, but there were young, fit, hungry lads, yeah. and and, uh, and when you like opposition teams don't like playing against that, they don't. No. You had Darren Way coming in, like say, so it, it it was a, it was really competitive as well. Training was so competitive, mm. it was like, we were kicking lumps at each other. And training. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you, but that's what you wanted. That's yeah. that's what we all kind of grew up to be, and we wanted to be the best we could be, and and. Um, and we, we were lucky. We it was a good it was a good group of lads that um, any manager had that after was, was was lucky to have that group of lads to to work with. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I I think I'm right in saying your first game. Uh, yeah. With, yeah, you know where I'm going with this, don't you? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so Kettering, Kettering Town at home looking at this. So, uh, so <laughs> one, one, one nil up after 20 minutes, James Bent. And then I've got Roy O'Brien, S slash O, 29 minutes. So sending off in uh, less than half an hour of your first game. Yeah. Tell me, what did David Webb make of that? <laughs> well, he, he didn't really say much, to be honest. Um, no. I think that's what he, he, he saw me as a kind of like, he saw me as a, a better player as a, than a centre half. He, he thought of me as being more productive going forward and, and probably like combative in the midfield as well. So I, I could I could move about, I could run about. So that was quite good. Um, but he, yeah, he saw me as that. He saw me as that type of player that was could play a little bit more up up the field. Um, but yeah, that it, it it was weird because that is the first 
my first ever and only red card. Is it really? Right. Okay. Can you remember what it was for? It must have been a straight red after half an hour. Was it kind of got? Well, yeah, it, it was. I didn't think it was. But then, <laughs> the, but, <laughs> but then, because we used to get the Western Gazette there um, yeah. through, like, as a free paper come through the post. And, and I was on the Thursday. And I, I remember I was chatting to someone on the phone and, and uh, I was in, in my hallway and the paper came through the door. And I, I kept saying, no, it definitely wasn't a red car. Definitely wasn't. But then there was a picture in the, in, of the tackle on the in the paper. Yeah. I turned it over and I looked and I went, yeah, it was a red card. <laughs> maybe it was, yeah. Maybe it, was, was. it was like Cantona going into that palace crowd a few years ago. That's what it was like. I thought, yeah. oh, that, that, that wasn't me. That wasn't me as a player to do that. But you, like you say, you're competing. Uh, the first game, you, but yeah, it kind of stemmed like kind of my f- first season there as um as a, as a player then. Uh, yeah, people thought I was a hard hitting centre midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone, yeah, you 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 made yourself known early early on, but uh, yeah, yeah, but it took me a while to get back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed. Well, I mean, just looking at the start to that season, I mean, I can see we've got first seven games. It's one six. Out of the first seven, there's a there's a bit of an anomaly, a three 0 defeat at um at Southport that's in that's in there, but um but yeah, it's uh it, it was quite a start, wasn't it? It was, it was, it was well, the way we started was fantastic, and and, and again, it, it, we just we fed off each other as players as well. Uh, like I say, we used to, and I think it was very like going back to thinking about it now, it, it was very old school as well. We were like kind of a group of players hungry to play, but turning up to training full time, there was a bag, like they did stick a big bag of a uh, kit on the ground. We just literally go and help yourself. Yeah. Like the pants were there and somebody always ended up with some really bad kit and stuff like that. <laughs> they were late for training. They got the worst kit ever. Right. Okay. Yeah. That always made you turn up on time. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. But that's how it was. A big bag. You go and empty the bag yourself and then, uh, yeah, you just stick it back in and take take it back to the club to wash. So it was um, it was only it was only after a period of time that that kit started coming, and we had our own kits and stuff like that. But we we had to we had to help ourselves with the with the kit bag, and that's you knew then like it, we started from ground level, um, and it was almost like it was almost like we were like paupers really. But mm-hmm. it, it, it but the results kept coming and kept coming and. Um, the interest started breeding as well because I, I remember I think I'm not entirely sure that for our first pre-season game there was about a thousand people at our game but by the end of that season there was like well six and a half seven thousand yeah. it was yeah so the, like I said success breeds interest and, and it was it was successful and we were, I thought we were lucky that year not to not to get uh, promoted yeah. Well, I mean, one thing that obviously did perhaps uh, change, change the course of it was was the departure of Dave Webb in, I think it was October time. Because, again, just looking at the results here, you, you won 10, lost two and drew one of those first uh, 13 games, which is crazy kind of form. Um, and uh, and uh, David Webb was obviously there for, for a lot of it. I mean, when he, do, do you remember... Um, when he, he he sort of came in and, and told you he was leaving, um, yeah, he came yeah. in because uh, <laughs> we went top of the league that day. Right. Okay. And uh, we were like buzzing. You know, we're like top yeah. of the league. We're like, yeah. And and uh, he, he basically come in and said, "Boys, uh, I've had an offer I can't refuse," and that was it. Right. And he he went to South End, I think, South which End, was yeah. I know he'd been there previously, and he as a manager. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it, it was a. I mean, you can you can blame can blame him really because like say he had an offer. It was it was league football also, um, and then he took he took uh, Barrington as well, didn't he? That's right. Yes, and uh, and did he take Ben Smith as as well? It's I think Ben Smith ended up there eventually, didn't he? He did. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so so he obviously left, which, as you say, was um, uh, given the impact he'd had on that squad. And uh, the, the man who replaced him, Colin Addison, I think it's probably fair to say, was a, a very different character. He is one thing you could call Colin Addison. He probably wasn't a disciplinarian in the same way David Webb was. I mean, how did you find him and his sort of character and his as a manager? Yeah, I did. I did like 
I'd say I, I can't really fault any of the managers I, I've worked under. Um, well, maybe one in particular, but that I didn't really like. But <laughs> that's another story. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, he was a completely different character. Yeah. He was, um, and he clearly he came with experience, like managing in, in Spain, Santa Vigo. Um, so he, he clearly had experience, uh, and you can tell that as well. But. He's, he's the way he dealt with players was, was he had such a different demeanor to to, to Dave Webb. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it took he took getting bit getting used to. Uh, but he was he was he was good for us. I mean, he was more like say when we were what can I say when we were on the cup runs and stuff like that. We'd go away and for like a, a couple of days and have a golf day and just have a kind of not as social because we worked we trained as well but we he kind of said like well, you've earned these getting into the next cup round and like the FA Cup round so he, he kind of got us to get a kind of a treat as well type of thing for doing that um, yeah. obviously the club were making some money from from the from the different rounds we, we, we were in so but he had that different approach but he still had that kind of ruthlessness about him as well mm. so yeah he, he he was okay, but I, I think I think it was that was the season when we were, I think when we were, we were top of the league that year, and then I wouldn't say the results were down to him as such because uh, he, he signed a couple of good players. He signed McKindle. Like, yeah, him. yeah. Uh, did he sign Gavin as well? Did he sign Gavin? I, I I think he tried to sign him at the same time as he signed McKindle, didn't he? But I, I can't remember whether he actually did. I I, I wonder whether Gavin came in under Gary. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. Um, but like Marco was, a, Marco was a very good signing. Uh, well, he clearly was. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's. I I just felt we had some bad results, kind of in a roll kind of thing. If you understand, yeah. because we we got beat by Bolton that in the in the ninety second minute up at the the, the Reebok. Yeah. Um, and then the following week, we played, I think we played uh, the FA Trophy and we got beat there. So those two kind of cups we were out of all of a sudden. Um, and I think that kind of dismantled the, the kind of how we were in terms of winning and stuff like that. Because the cup runs are good. Cup runs yeah. are good. And we like being involved in them. But, um, but they came so quick together. Mm. Um, yeah, so we... And then a couple of things happened, like say we were getting a bit of bad bad press, I think. Um, yeah, it was. It just it wasn't a very good time. That, that it was only like a space of a few weeks, but it just yeah. kind of hurt us a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to ask you about that. You mentioned a couple of cup games there, and again, just looking back through the um, through through the fixtures here, you've got that that five one win over Colchester in the in the FA Cup, followed by that uh, the, a very different but equally epic one uh, 0 win at Blackpool uh, in the absolutely belting rain, if I remember rightly, and then that led to there. Yeah, we got up to a certain wind speed. They were going to yeah. come off because the stand was going to blow off or something. Like <laughs> it, it did look like I remember being stood there on the terrace and then like the concrete's crumbling under your feet. It was, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. But those games must have been amazing to play. That five-one um, against a, a football league club team in, in, in Colchester must have been. You, you literally just blew them away, didn't we? We did. We did. Yeah. I don't think they knew what was was what was happening. Um, <laughs> And it, it was a case of you love being attached to the club that the, the giant killers and and that stuck with us then as well because I, I always wanted to be part of that when you hear the, the stories of the giant killing and stuff like that uh, and you want to be part of that and we did it to a few clubs as well we did it I think the following season as well Warsaw yeah. I think it was something like that so that, uh, that's right and then obviously the FA Trophy the the, the following season too but uh, I mean in the um, in, in the league you're obviously head to head with Rushton and Diamonds at the time who obviously don't don't exist anymore but they were probably the first club certainly at that level that had some real serious financial clout behind them and they I remember them bringing in some fantastic players for, for that level I mean did that ever play on your minds either positively or negatively that well we're head to head with these guys you can literally just buy their way to it yeah no it does because you know you'll always look you'll always focus on that if they needed a player they, they could just get the player 
financially as well. Um, so I think they had a few players that I knew a couple of lads that played up there and, and they used to used to turn up to training in the morning and, and they'd go in their, their robes, they'd go and get yeah. robes and they'd have their breakfast there, they'd have their lunch there, they'd have their dinner there. So yeah. they were well looked after. They were really well looked after. And then, and then you look at how we were, we would just pick our kit out of a bag. And it was <laughs> almost like, you could almost liken it to uh, Rocky and what's his name? Oh, Apollo Creed, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apollo Creed, but the other Dolph Lundgren, that type of thing. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that Rocky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it was great. And that always, it really grounded us, that kind of how we were training and we used to go over to Wilchester, over to the the, the, the the over base over there and train on their surfaces and that and all their pitches. And it was um it was just it, it was really it, it was really humbling really if you understand what I mean. But we we had a, a lot of passion about us as well. And we, yeah. we proved we proved that that this season as well. Yeah. Well, there was that bit of a stumble, as you say, probably in the in the second half of the season after such a good, um, again, I've got the benefit of looking at the fixtures here, but it seems like up until about February time, it was, there were a few defeats in there, but it, it was going okay. And then I can see that, that defeat in the FA Trophy um, against Burton going Burton, out at, yeah. um, against them. And then that kind of sets you on, well, I see a run of three three losses and three draws and wins are a bit hard to come by and obviously um Rushton take the take the title. I mean at, at that point did you how did you feel? Did you did you feel like well this is still a side that could go on and do something or or yeah we're gonna break yeah, up. We knew we knew what players were contracted. It was just we knew what we could do. Um and like you had the likes of Rushed and Diamonds that like that were out of the league now, so you yeah. kind of kind of think to yourself, well, we 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 are the we are the best of the rest, uh, yeah. and it was it was just a little bit of fine tuning really. Uh, add a couple of players, a couple of players left because I think Warren Patmore went, he went to Rushed and Diamonds. He did, he did, he did, yeah. <laughs> so you had players, Dave Piper went. Uh, it just took. It was a transition, uh, and it was that, but we. We managed to find the, the the right players to to add to the squad. The players that we lost, we we managed to add, uh, and I think that kind of got us over over the line. The the following season, like I say, there was players again that we signed, hungry players, um, very like no knew the league as well. So that was even even better. Um, yeah. yeah, it was just it was just a, a fantastic. Um, that season, next season was a, was a great season. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, the the one thing that probably sticks in everyone's mind that summer, Colin Addison uh, is gone, and, and Gary Johnson are, has arrived. And be honest with me, Roy, did you have any idea who he was <laughs> when he arrived? I'm not sure many people knew who Gary Johnson no, was no, when he arrived. I didn't think we, like, say nowadays you you could have you could have a little bit more insight in terms of yeah, like, like googling people and stuff like that, but yeah. I remember, um, like, so we, we got a little bit of a breakdown of, 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 his, of his background. Um, like obviously, he was at Watford, so he yep. was an academy, uh, academy coach, I think his youth team manager there at Watford. Um, and the thing I liked about him was well, he, he individually called us all in individually, had a chat, and um, we just seemed to, everything just seemed to, Go really good training. Training. I've been on pre-season talk like training with with clubs, and for the first two weeks, you you just run. That's all you do. Um, but everything he Gary did, we did with a football, and yeah. and a football is us. That's the name of the game. Football. You had a, you everything you did. You had a football, and and I think it showed that as well. We enjoyed training. It was, yeah. it was always something at the end of it with, with a football. Five besides on a Friday were were were, were, were competitive as anything. Um, we used to have north v south competition. Right. It was like it was it was great. Like you'd have the English against the rest of us. <laughs> you were the rest of the world, right? Yeah. The rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, there was a few of us there: it's Scottish, Welsh, yeah, uh, Nigerian, and yeah, Bartos was there sometimes. Like so, that Bartos was the Polish. So yeah, yeah. That was a competitive game. That was yeah. 
I mean, a, a lot of the things that uh, that Gary did are, are probably things that now football coaches you take for granted. But at that time, as you say, it, it probably wasn't that familiar to people. Some of the things that he was doing because it was pre-season. It's just run up nine springs until you're sick. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you said. Yeah, that was lovely. That, that was that was really nice. That was. One, sorry, I brought back a flashback there, haven't I? I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I. I Luckily, I wasn't the ones who was sick, but I've seen a few lads get sick. I know, yeah, 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 yeah. We've heard some stories. Well, that was after a full day of training as well. You'll be like, oh, I see you in the afternoon. So you go and have lunch. Then you go right up nine springs. No, right. <laughs> yeah, be up. careful what you have for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> it was that. It was that. You think I'll have a bit of water and a bit of fruit now because I yeah. go nine springs in the afternoon. You know, you know what's going, yeah. Well, I, again, looking at the, the the start of that season, so it doesn't look like you were involved in 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 the first um, uh, few games, but then you started to make your your way into the the starting lineup, and and, and was it that that point where you had, you had your broken leg, wasn't it? Was that two thousand and one? Yeah, I, yeah, I broke my leg. Um, I thought I when when it happened, I think I'm not sure. Did you play Scarborough that time? I think. I think it was, yeah, yeah. So there's a. It looks like fifteenth uh, of September, and then yeah, your next game then is is the beginning of March. So it must have been, yeah, Scarborough. Yes, in fact, ten minutes. I see your substitute after ten minutes, so it must have been that, yeah. Yeah. So it was that, and um, again, there's a funny story with that as well because to- Tony Farmer, God rest his soul, um, he came he was on a physio, I, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He. I. I remember the tackle. I got. I got crunched in the tackle, um, mm. and I kind of looked down and I, I felt my the top of my like just below my knee I felt my I felt it wasn't right and then I, I looked at my ankle and that didn't look right either um, right. so this I got taken out to the hospital and they x-rayed me they said you've got a broken fib and I thought you know what I got away with that one the broken fib six weeks I should be okay six to ten weeks and I thought yeah I'll take that after that tackle but I was waiting um, John Sheffield was up the hospital with me. Um, kind of just he brought me in a bottle of whiskey, so oh, you might need that later, <laughs> right? Okay, that was that old style medicine, yeah? <laughs> was, yeah. I'll fix it. Um, but it, it then the the surgeon came up and said, Oh, we've uh, we've had a look at your x rays again, and we need to get you to surgery. Get you, get you. So, um, yeah, that that was a it was a bit of a nasty ankle injury. Um, so so yeah. the ankle and your fibula as well. Yeah, yeah. So the, the fibula was was not a problem. It was the ankle that was that was an issue, um, a big issue. Um, so yeah, that was a, a bit of a pain that knocked me back. And then hence why you said that the next game I played was going into like February March. Yeah, start of March. Yeah. yeah so it's it took me a long time, and I think that was I think my first game back was like. Canby Island, I think. Uh, well, I've got Hereford. So it looks like you came. Uh, I say I've got. I've, I've got those. Yeah. So it looks like you played uh, away at Hereford in a in a two one win. McKindo got sent off. Uh, Andy Lindegaard scored in the ninetieth minute. A ninetieth minute winner. So that was at home um, against Hereford. So yeah. Um, yeah, and that was the second of March. So um, yeah, that's um, a long layoff. So uh, yeah, that is a long time to be out. A long layoff, and uh, yeah. But yeah, it was it was that season because that's the, that's the season we won the the FA Trophy, wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. I was going to ask you about that because obviously that um, again was seen as the season where Gary sort of where it all began for 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 that team. So I suppose it must have been frustrating to have to watch a lot of that, but also it must have been quite an experience to be involved in any capacity in a in that kind of experience of certainly the Villa Park moment. Yeah, no, definitely. I I remember the, the, the one game, the couple of games before that, the, we played uh, Donny, Doncaster. Mm-hmm. They were beating us 3 0 at half time. I think it was 3 right. 0 at half time. Yeah. Um, looking back, because we had the luxury then after the game, we could watch the video of the game. And yeah. It was a Doncaster um, presenter, like talking, like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he was saying, "Oh, top of the league, all that kind of stuff." <laughs> and, and, and to be fair, for that first spell, he was right. But yeah. the second half, um, it, it was we. I I, I think myself and because I was subbed that day, I came on at half time, 
uh, and myself and Adam Locke, we went into midfield and that, yeah, we just, Gary changed a few things. I think Steve Thompson came off, um, changed a few things in midfield, like I said, myself and Lockie. <laughs> Yeah. Was it 5-4 in the end, that one? 5-4 in the end, yeah. wasn't it? it crazy was, game, yeah. It was crazy. And and my brother, my eldest brother rang me uh, after the game and, and he basically said, your name's on the trophy. After that game, and I thought, yeah. you know what, you're probably right, but... Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. say it. Don't jinx it. Yeah, Don't jinx it. But he was spot on. He went, you, you can't. You, how can you not go on and win that trophy now? Yeah. But it was brilliant. It was so good. It was, yeah, it was a, that was a great experience. Even um, for me, even though I didn't play in the final, because the lads, to be fair, they'd be working all season and, and, and I, I came back in. Uh, but I was just chuffed to bits to be involved. The whole the whole atmosphere of it, the, the, the build up to it, the week before we went up to Aston Villa, up to Villa Park, trained up there. We had a few games of golf up the Belfry. So it, it was just a nice, and this is what I mean by by Gary. Gary's thought process. He got us in because he knew it was a, a late, an early kickoff, twelve o'clock kickoff, I believe it was. So our training was all built around that. We were in really early in the morning, so just to get us built up to to prepare for the timing of the game. Which that to me is like now they probably do that all the time, but even the thought process to say right, it's not a three o'clock kickoff, it's a twelve o'clock kickoff. So we have to prepare. Like it's a three o'clock kickoff, we got to get up earlier, come in training earlier, uh, eat differently, um, and the attention to detail was spot on. Yeah, and 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 I mean, you look at the the, the defensive players that were there in in in, in your position, and you've mentioned a few of them. You saw Adam Locke with Terry Skiver and Colin Miles, and uh, I mean, it it when you got in that team, it must have been a real competition to, to stay in because you've got some real quality pushing. I imagine that probably pushed you on to, to be better, all of you, to push on. It, to does, be better. it does. It pushes you. It pushes you on. And, and, and the good thing about it is, well, we were, we were, um, we were all, like if, if, if the person you played, the lads who played done well, we'd always say, you wouldn't look at them going off. Oh, He's he's had a he's had a good oh, he's crap and all that kind of stuff. It was yeah. so together, and you just wanted everyone to, to to do well. And when you got the chance to do well, it's your opportunity to do well. And everyone's right behind you. And that was that was the good thing about it. It was um, was like being at clubs to thinking oh he's he's having a nightmare and all that kind of stuff. Get him off. <laughs> I could be better than him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was that's the way it was. It was just like everyone was together. And I, I think Gary was was. We're really good at doing that as well. Yeah, uh, and I mean, again, um, I, I've got the benefit of the uh, of having the um, the results here in front of me. But looking at that following season, mm-hmm. that um, it, it that you maybe took um, a, a little while to uh, to get into the um, back into the squad, I should yeah. say. Um, but when you did, I think by the looks of it, it was a six 0 win. You came, uh, you, you you had your first starting um, awesome, against Southport. The home to Southport. That was sort of uh, October 20, 20, uh, 2002, I should say. Yeah. Um, and then you, you didn't really move out of the team for a, for a good while after that. No, I mean, no. yeah. Have a real run of games. I mean, that team as well must have been um, something to play in as well. Did you did you feel that? Because there's some hell of a wins in there. You got a 6-0, there's a 5-0. There's some good results in there. Yeah. No, it was. It, and like I say, it was a case of... Um, like I say, I, I, I was I was playing well. Everyone was playing well, and that's how that's how sharp the competition was. If if you were out like, like with an injury, there's going to be a, a bit of time before you're going to get back in, and, and we knew that. Um, but that's where training was so competitive, and, and was. Um, but for, for me personally, I loved I loved it, and and I felt my game stepped up. Uh, the players you're playing against, like I played with Plucky quite a lot and Lockie. Um, and uh, we, we just, like I say, everyone that played back there, they had an understanding of each other. We looked after each other. Um, and it, yeah, and we had, we had Wheelie behind us. So yeah, it was, it was just a... But yeah, Oxford, I think, was the, the game 6-0. I think Oxford, I think that came later on. That might have been a different season. But this, the, the, this one was, there was a 6-0 over Southport. Um, yeah. And you've got uh, Demba. Uh, he's uh, someone people don't remember, but uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Abdullah Demba got a hat trick in that yeah. game. So yeah, that was um, that was. But uh, again, looking at the the, the results here, it's it uh, that 
from sort of New Year's Day so I can see a one nil home win over Forest Green Rovers on 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 New Year's Day and then you've got well there's there, there's only three draws um it between now and then so there's a draw uh, away at Nuneaton a draw away at Woking and a draw in the final game of that season against Chester um yeah. and there's a defeat in the FA Trophy against Bursco but won every other game. I mean, that must have been a crazy time to be uh, to be involved. We literally just blowing teams away. But yeah, we were. Like I say, the, it, it was it was incredible. It, it was it wasn't an arrogance from us as a team. Uh, it, it wasn't that. It was it was a, a kind of we knew that we were going to go out there and perform. And if if one or two lads were off their game, we know the others would would help out and kind of carry it through but everyone everyone was on on their game that's the thing it was everyone was on their game all the time and um and, and like I say we, we got what we wanted really at the end of it so that was the yeah. thing what one thing I had to ask you about as a as a defender, we spoke in a previous podcast with with both Kevin Gould and, and Kurt Jackson, and they were a huge part of that that final run. I mean, as a defender, what were they like to defend against? Because to watch them on the on the pitch, one of them was flipping quick, and the other one was impossible in the air. It must have been quite. You must have been glad they were on your side rather than playing against you. Yeah, but like I say, we we're training against them um, yeah. during the week, so. You kind of you're kind of thinking as a defender, if I can keep these two quiet, yeah, I, I can keep anyone quiet in the league. That's the thing because they were they were red hot those two lads. They were they were they were frightening, um, uh, and that's what it was like. And they we'd get a couple of niggles in training. You know, like so you get into each other in training, and I think I think bouncing off each other, we we helped improve each other. Yeah, um, definitely because oh. Gary was very much uh, into. Uh, when we were doing set plays and, and and training, he never wanted us to concede, and 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 um, but he wanted his strikers to score. So it was it was that. <laughs> That's what it was yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. When training must have been really, really competitive, and and obviously the result was getting out of uh, non-league football after 108 years. At that point, I think it was, and uh, and in, into the into the football league. So uh, August the 9th, 2003, Rochdale. Club's yeah. first game in the football league, and and you're in the starting lineup. Yeah. I, I want you to describe that day to me without using the word hot, because <laughs> 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 that's what I, that's all I, I remember. It being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was uh, the the big thing for us is it, you, you kind of. I think as a player that day, it, it, we kind of we kind of saw it, you build up to the game. You you've got your whole season. Uh, the whole preseason, you're trying to keep yourself fit um, and, and keep yourself in the in the mix of being picked and, and performing, and that was it. Um, but that day, like I say, we that day was we realised that that day when we walked out for the warm up, like yeah. so not even for the warm up, just to get there. Yeah, we walked out and we saw our like three thousand. I don't know how many fans were there, yeah. and that's when you realised. Well, this is this is big. This yeah. is um, even I remember that entire stand, wasn't it, where you guys walked out on the other side yeah. of the bridge? Just the entire stand was just full of green and white. We could we could hear them when we were in the change rooms, yeah. and I think we had more fans than what they had. Yeah, um, but that's when we. I think that's when the penny the penny dropped, and I think nobody got nervous that day. Everyone just kind of sucked it in. And thought, no, do you know what? They're, the way I looked at it, they're, they're here. They're here to watch us and watch us perform. And and um, that was like I can't, I can't not talk about it and say it was hot. It was bloody hot that day. It was absolutely swell, John. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was. It was. Um, I remember, like Skimmer said to me, he said, I remember looking at you and. Yeah, we were looking at the players on the pitch, and we had all this white stuff around our mouths. It was, it was like we were foaming out of the mouth. And thought it was hot. And Gary was like saying to to Tony Farmer and, and um, I think Tony Trot, literally get toes in ice yeah. water, get it on us because it. We were pitch. We were warming up. It was pitch side, and they had like a like a, a temperature gauge there. It was yeah. like three. You think oh, that was pitch side. Crazy, yeah. wasn't it? Absolutely yeah. crazy. But what a what a what a day that was. And then and then followed that up a, a couple of oh, the following week with a three 0 home win over over Carlisle in the first 
league um, home game as well of of the of the league era. I mean, it's quite a way to start, isn't it? Yeah, like I say, I think in between that we had Luton as well. In the, in That's the, it. Yeah, in the effort in the Carling Cup, as it was then. Yeah, and that that was that was that was really good as well. They were a good side as well, and unfortunately we we lost that. But that was that was a kind of a, it was disappointing we lost it, but it was almost like a free hit for us as well yeah. to to go and keep performing. And we played well that night as well. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was it was the it was the game at home, and it was really good to to win the first. League game at home as well, and, and perform. We perform really well. We we perform really well all, all, pretty much all that season. And uh, was it one of these games? I'm sure when we've spoken before. Is this? Is it where uh, um, Kevin yeah. Gould Kevin Gould nicked a goal off you? Was yeah, that the, was that the home game? He did. Uh, it, basically, we had a corner. You, I mean, you can you can see it. It's on YouTube. You can see it. Yeah. And the ball comes up, and uh, it came. I think their defender headed it out, and I I yeah. volleyed it back in. Yeah. Goalie hit goalie on the back of the leg, <laughs> and he just—I think he backfielded it in or something like that—from um, about a yard. Um, that was the, so. That was the home game against Carlisle, was it? Yeah, that was it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you could have been the first ever Yeovil Town goalscorer <laughs> at a huge bar in the football league. <laughs> I could have, yeah, I could have, but it wasn't to be. Goalie nicked it. Bloody but, strikers for you, isn't it? Uh, selfish kids. No. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's why they score so many goals, I <laughs> suppose. But yeah, I, I mean, looking again at the um, at the the squad that you had, um, that's there wasn't a huge amount. Of, I, I can see Paul Terry, Jake Edwards as uh, as names that came in, but it wasn't a massive turnover of players from the one that won the conference the previous. I mean, did that say something about the quality of the team that they've been put together in the conference so, that you were? so competitive because we only just missed out in the playoffs that season I think in league first season up in league two so by a goal I yeah. think up at Scarborough I think we were up at Scarborough um and I think we missed out by a goal, goal yeah. one goal I think yeah you could well be right I've got Lincoln on the last day of the season yeah, yeah and we won on the last day of the season but yeah it must have, I can't see the table but it must have been pretty close to, uh, just to get in the playoffs and the change room that day after the game um, it was, you think where we've come and how far we finished in the league, I've never seen a more, more disappointed change room. Right. And it, it was like, pretty much, this ain't going to happen next year. That's, that's, that's the, that was actually said by a few of the lads in there. This is not going to happen again. Right. We, we were just, uh, I think we were just unlucky. Because um, yeah. we surprised a lot of teams that year. Yeah. Well, to, 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 to do that in your first season up is phenomenal, I think, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, no, it was, and that, it just goes, it's the credit goes to, that's the mentality that was in the change room that time, um, and it was, you, you couldn't, you couldn't let your game drop, even in training, there was always, a, you, everyone expected better of each other, it, it, it could even, it's not even like shouting at someone, it's just a, a look at someone, and that was it. You you say okay, right, yeah, yeah. Or like it, boy, it's like because Gary Gary would do it, but every one of the players around you, like Lockie, was was would always have a little kind of a, a wind up with someone, and and uh, Plucky was the same. Plucky was was literally he'd do it show it a different way, like like by tackling and stuff like that. Um, Skibbo, yeah. obviously, I imagine is the yeah. Skibbo, Skibbo would just perform. Mm. We used it like Darnway would just perform. Lee Johnson would just. Perform. It was just that kind of thing. You, you, you always people had different traits, and um, and I, and I think I wasn't one to shout at people. I, I was, I was like, I just like performing, and, and hopefully that kind of set the tone of people around you as well. And um, it was just, it was just how we were, but we, it worked. It worked really well. Mm. Uh, yeah and and having um just missed out so been so close gary obviously added a a, a bit of quality in in the summer not least you know, phil jevons obviously uh, but bartos you've mentioned there and then in in defensive positions i think liam fontaine and, and, and michael rose came in around that time as well did, did that feel like that was the little step up that you, you needed i mean jevo was obviously a phenomenal striker Davies, there was only Aaron Davies? Um, not. Uh, uh, what's that? I'll, I'll just have a. I'll have a look at Davies, that. Um, yeah. 
that season. Um, I think Darren Davies might have come in a bit later, but um, yeah, I think he might have come in. Yeah, but I got yeah Jevons and Tarachowski certainly up um up uh, up 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 front um in yeah because and you got obviously Kevin Kevin Gould as, as well there we've got who have we got uh, Simon Weatherston seems to be a new face as well uh, um Adrian Caceres that yeah, was early yeah. on yeah. early on in the year yeah, but good. yeah there was that that it always seemed as from the outside looking in like there was that little bit of. Uh, a sort of quality that was uh, was added in maybe in those attacking positions because um yeah Phil Jevons and Bartosz Tarachowski were quite a combination as well I think yeah Jevil Jevil was um such a, a clinical finisher he was yeah. he was a clinical finisher clever he was a clever player mm. Bartos Bartos um I mean he scored goals but he was almost like the battering ram for 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 Jebo. Uh, yeah. he took he, he took a lot of knocks as well because he. <laughs> He put himself about, but he was typical, strong, like Polish lad. He was like really kind of stern. Um, but yeah, he 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 took it. He took it. He took. I seriously, I've seen him take some hits. He took yeah. some massive hits, and he just get up and get on with it. And yeah, I don't think Jevons. Jev, I don't think Jevo was really what you call a little man, but they definitely looked like a big man, little man combination. A bit like uh, Kirk Jackson and, and Kevin Gould, I suppose. That yeah. that kind of they played off each other. Yeah, they did, and and their their quality, Jevo's quality. He didn't take. He didn't need much of a chance to score, uh, but he was he was clinical. He was he was lethal. To be fair, I seen him in training, and you think, oh, yeah. Yeah, um, another one where you didn't want to play. <laughs> you want to, You're glad they're on your team. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. You didn't want to play against them. Um, but yeah, that's the kind of the kind of players they were. Adrian Caceres was um, came from Australia. Um, yeah, he was quite a skillful player. I, I remember it was Berry first game of the season. I do recall that one, and he he scored. I think didn't he? I think we lost that day. But yeah, we lost yeah. that. Day. Yeah, that was, yeah. That, was, uh, that was a bit but, of a strange game. That one. That was a bit of a yeah. It was a funny kind of. It was a funny performance that day. Yeah, just... but Barry on on that day um, had a had a player called David Nugent who scored twice for them. Who obviously went on to do really well. I think he played for England at one point. David Nugent. Uh, yeah. yeah. So um, so maybe they weren't too bad aside themselves. No, no, they weren't. They weren't. No. So uh, yeah, I think we had some good. There was some good teams in that in that league, and yeah, uh, yeah we, we 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 managed to get players and like to attract players like. Players wouldn't come. Like say, for instance, no disrespect to you, but it play, you, you go to a team, you you wouldn't come down here. Doing it, doing it injustice, but if that was a London club, they'd go it's Australia. a long way, isn't it? It's a long way yeah. away from anywhere, way. even London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the players that came, they then they came because of the quality of the club, the quality yeah. of the team, and uh, and that was that's that was just proved it, didn't it? Really. Um, Really, yeah. really good squad there. Yeah. yeah, you hear a lot of the younger players, and uh, Ben Ben Smith mentioned it, saying that in in, in a lot of ways coming to Yeovil away from say the bright lights of the city was was probably a really good thing for him. And uh, obviously Yeovil down the years, the likes of the Spurs players, Ryan Mason, Stephen Colker, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, they've really benefited from being away from the razzmatazz and and being able to focus on the football. Yeah. Because it, it, there, there's no there's no real distractions down here. That's the thing, and that's and then you you kind of get into that kind of mindset. I'm going in now. I'm looking forward to going in training. I'm looking forward to performing. I'm getting, looking forward to getting fit and getting better. And and um, yeah, and that's all they had to worry about. That was yeah. it. And I think it's that was a good thing. I really did. And 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 looking back at your own personal situation around, it seems you signed on a, a sort of month month to month contract at the start of, of of that season. If I remember rightly, there might have been some talk about you possibly going some somewhere else. Was there was there ever a, at that moment was there ever the opportunity to, to to move to another club or interest or or was it just paper talk? No, no I, I I didn't really like a lot of people keep saying that to me saying oh. There's rumours this, and I never yeah. heard those rumours. I never heard them um, because, I mean, I I love the club. I mean, I yeah. still do. Um, yeah. I live in the area still. So, um, but yeah, but I, I know what football is like. Football is, is is a business, and it's and um, and I know that if if you're not going to get be involved as much, then 
I got the opportunity to to move on and and look to my kind of next step in my my career as, as to do some coaching. So that's yeah. that's where I, I went after that. So yeah. Um, but that that season again, there was a, a bit of time on uh, of you com- coming off the bench. But there there were quite a number of starts that season, and one of them was a was a six one home win over Oxford, which was the one the thing you mentioned pre- previously. Uh, got Jevo scoring three times. Andre Stolches. Uh, scoring a couple as yeah, well. Again, yeah. that must have been some uh, teams to, to play with. Stol- Stolches, I remember being a very classy player. Again, he's obviously played international level, I think, couldn't he? Yeah, he did. He did. Like I say, he played for Fulham uh, yeah. in the Prem. So, yeah, that was the... Um, I think we had a good couple on that year as well, didn't we? Did we play... Was it was it Walsall away? Who are we looking at here? FA Cup, you got... Uh, yeah, Darlington. There's a couple of games against Darlington. A game in... Histon, uh, Rotherham, it was Rotherham, big oh, Rotherham. yeah, 3 yeah, 0. And Stolch, I think, scored in that one, didn't he? Um, yeah, yeah, unbelievable that day, yeah, that was, yeah, it was like the best player on the pitch by a country mile, and they, yeah. were, they were doing quite well in the league as well, yeah. And then, uh, that's right, then it was that game at Charlton, wasn't it? Which we, we lost 3 2, but I think they were a Premier League team at the time, weren't they? And we yeah. gave them a good run for the money. I remember Matt Holland. I was at I was at Bournemouth with Matty Holland. That's um, right, Matt Holland. Yeah, he played uh, that day, and, and he yeah, you got Fra- Francis Jeffers, you got a Paul Konchetsky, Jason Yule. So all Premier League players, these aren't yeah, they? Yeah, so, yeah. Exactly. like very well well known ones as well. Yeah, uh, I'd say put up a fight against them, and um, yeah, that was that was that was incredible watch. To be fair, that was good. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and 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 I mean, the, the, obviously, the, the the season went on, and it looks like again, looking at the results, you 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 made seventeen um, appearances, and and then you uh, went on loan to a, a team that we don't really like to mention yeah, yeah, much on, yeah. on this podcast, but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, one down on the south coast in, in in January of that year. I mean, that did did you think that that would be your last appearance in a Oval Town shirt? That that sort of seventeenth appearance of that season. Yeah, because the charity game that was the, that was the kind of game I kind of knew before that game that what was happening. Um, yeah. So I, I I I kind of understood um, what the situation was, and and uh, like I say he was looking at players as well. And I, I I totally get it. It's it's football. I do. Yeah. It, at the time, it was a bit disheartening, but. Um, but yeah, I like I say I moved on and, and went on loan to to another club. <laughs> <laughs> well said, well said, yeah. Um, yeah, so um, but that was for me. That was for my my. But yeah. that was only on loan, and then it, it became a permanent uh, fixture. Yeah, because uh, it was Gary's Gary's brother was manager down there. Uh, oh right, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, Pete. Was it Pete Johnson? Pete. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I think Pete's still with him now, isn't he? It's Pete. Is it Pete still with him? Yeah, Run. involved with the, the the kind of scouting and all that kind of stuff as well. So yeah, I remember him being a scout. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah, like I say, seventeen appearances in in that season. Did 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 you uh you know did you get a medal? You must have. I did. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna say you must yeah. have a medal for that. Yeah, I, I remember the 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 end of season party that we were all down at. I think the the, the Globe. I think. Oh yeah. And um and I was given my medal there, so yeah, it was good. It was in front of with all the all the whole team, and yeah, got my medal there. Yeah, so, yeah, so, quite nice. Uh, like I say, I've got that. Like I say I've, I played in those seventeen games, so um, I think I, I think you had to get twelve games or something like that to, to get a medal. Twelve, yeah. I don't know what the cutoff was, but I think seventeen. You well and truly deserve your uh, deserve your medal for your your part in there up until I say up until January. So that's the entire first half of that season, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. like I say, it's, it's at the time it kind of hit me kind of hard, really, because I thought I, I was I was involved. Yeah. I was involved, and um, yeah, I think I think my I think my last game was Oxford away or something like that. Yeah, you're right. It was Oxford. Yeah, it was a it was a, it was a yeah a two one defeat uh, to, to defeat. But you'd um uh yeah, looks like you you'd come on in that um in that game at Rotherham that we mentioned there, and then yeah, two one defeat at, at Oxford um that you 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 played in. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was my last game because I, I I was because I think somebody got injured and I was called back from the other club. <laughs> ah, the other yeah, right, okay, <laughs> so. Um, uh, yeah, he played. Then I think after that game, um, it just it kind of things changed after that. So yeah, yeah. And, th- and then as you say, you went on to coaching. 
you went on to be um, a manager at Dorchester and, and another yeah. club in Dorset. And uh, I, I mean, that must have, by the sounds of what you're saying, that's something that you, you always wanted to do. You always wanted to make that step. I mean, how did you find that going from being a player to being a manager? Were you a player manager in between, I imagine? Yeah, player manager. But but also, I was still, I was had a full-time job as a, as a community trust manager as well. So right, okay. Everything was thrown in the mix. Um, and my wife was pregnant as well. So yeah, it was it was like, a, there was a lot going on. It was a, an awful lot going on in, at that time. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it was a case of, I loved doing my community trust work. That was that was really good. That was that was like a, a blank canvas um, trying to get because we were in the football league. We had to get set up initiatives uh, throughout the schools and then education programs and development centres and so yeah, that that took up a lot of my time as well. So we're trying to trying to throw it all together. It was a lot. It was a lot to do. Yeah. Um, and in hindsight, maybe maybe. Maybe I kind of rushed into the management side of things a little bit too early um, because of my lifestyle outside the football. It, there was a lot going on as well. So that, like I say, it's, um, yeah, there was, a, there was a lot going on. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and managing a football team is, it, I, I, I wish I could give it more time at the time because it, it takes a lot. It's not just turning up to train and then playing a game. It's, it's a lot more involved than that. So, uh, so yeah, there was a lesson learned there um, from me. Uh, maybe I, I was a bit hasty in taking that job, but but it, it arose. The job arose, and I, I say I looked at it and I thought, you know what? I, I thought I mean I could do it, but it was the I wouldn't say the pressures of what else was around me as well. But um, yeah, it still had to still had to, to work and still had to. Uh, young family and stuff like that, and also it was it was yeah. just all new to me. So um, it was it was. Yeah. And and then you said you, you you came back to work for the Overtown Community Sports Trust. I think you were joint manager as well with Sarah Bradley, weren't yeah. you for 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 um, a period? Of me was that something that you expected to do? How how did that come about? Because we were working for Adrian Hopper for Fahari as well. Was he? Yeah. He was involved, yeah. wasn't he, in the trust for a bit? Yeah, because it was myself and Adrian at the start. I remember literally uh, it was a case of, right, this is this is what we want to do. I, I met John Fry. Yeah. We said, Gary mentioned that to John Fry. I think Roy would be a good person to come and do this. Um, and I got the call from Gary. We came up and had a chat about it. And uh, because we got in the Football League, we were getting funding from the Football League to set up these initiatives. And, uh, and it was really nice of Gary to put me forward for it. It was really nice. So he obviously thought something of me to, to do it. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, I remember my first day, I said, what do you want me to do? Fat Harry gave me a bag of balls, <laughs> yellow pages and a phone, right? Right, phone up the schools. <laughs> and, uh, and luckily for me, luckily for me, that it, it was because I was still kind of known as a, like, Town player when yeah. I put up schools and, and like say who I was and it was a little bit of an inroad oh yeah I watched you for years all that kind yeah. of stuff yeah come on in and it, it was it opened doors like mm. to, to start off what we were trying to do and that was a, that was a bit of a blessing for us really um, yeah so it, it that, that kind of brings us full circle to to where we are today because we were saying uh, just off air before we hit the record button that you're now back at the the trust in the um, elite performance center so just explain to us a bit because i know at the end of um last season obviously sarah left as manager of the um of the of the trust but then uh jamie phillip has come in and there's a little bit of a change around isn't there with there's a performance center and a trust so explain to us what's the what's the, the difference between the two well it's it's the <laughs> They're basically trying to they're, they're putting teams together so it's 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 almost like I, I suppose you can't use it as the under under the umbrella as an academy because yeah. because we're not a football league club yeah uh but it's it's run it's run like an academy if you understand what i mean so they're in the what they call the jpl league so they run from i believe under eights up to under under 16s under 15 so the aim is that these lads will compete every week in a in a jpl like tough leagues tough very tough leagues um and our aim really is to my job is to kind of monitor how the coaches are doing it 
I'm with Jamie and Mark Challen. We monitor how the, the coaching is delivered. Uh, we monitor how the behaviour is of, of the um, of the people involved, the parents involved. We, we, we want to kind of maximise our training um, to the best that we can. Um, kind of put my input into into feeding like the experiences that I've had that that it's it's not just about being being a footballer there's a lot more to it um and helping them understand what what's what's required to, to become a professional footballer and um because some of these lads I mean there's some there's some fantastic players up there um and they're the kind of players that we want to keep we want to keep and we want to feed them through because like say the older age groups of 15 16 they're not far away from the first team no. and, and that's 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 our aim really is to to kind of keep those lads if, if like it all depends really on the first team as well because if the first team was successful that will again breed interest from people um and and you you want some homegrown players to be like 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 they did when in 2000 when you had the Lindegards, you had the yeah. you had really well, yeah. so there it, it does you you want to prove that you can you can do your own as well and i haven't met the new owner yet but what i can see from what he's doing up there it, it's it's fantastic it's such a, a breath of fresh air it's like the, the changes to to the inside of the club yeah. Uh, new dugouts, everything. I saw him up there the other day. Um, I was training the, the lads the other day on Sunday, and you got the owner of the football club doing work at the ground. At yes, the we keep hearing about he's just got green paint on his hands constantly because he's just painting yeah. things. <laughs> painted everything. The big sign yeah. I saw him up, up his cherry picker painting the, the sign as you go in. Yeah, that to me that, that that's dedication, and that that's the kind of that's the kind of person you want because. People can relate to that. Yeah, can relate to that, and I think it's a fantastic thing. And like I said, I've never met the man, and I, I'm looking forward to meeting him if I if, if I can, um, because he's he's got a vision for the club, and mm. I hope I hope that we get straight back up to the the, the conference and, and push on from there. Mm. Well, I wanted to ask you a bit about that because one thing that everybody who, who, who played under Gary Johnson in that time speaks about is the sort of sense of community that he brought um, not only within the team but then more broadly within the club and and he really got the community and realised the, 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 the power of all of that and it seems, I know Martin Helly uh, um, at any opportunity likes to bring home that it's local, we're local owners of a local club. And that, as a supporter for a long time myself, is what Yeovil Town's about, isn't it? Is We haven't got a lot of things, but what we have got is that that that, that sense of community. I mean, does it feel a little bit like that's starting to come back in, it's kind of harking back yes. to those days? I think you, you look at, like, even the results now, the players the players that are being signed, they're, they're full-time. Yeah. There's... And that, that reminds me of when we first joined the club again. And so you, you want players that are full-time, you want players committed, you want players living in the area um, because it makes it a lot easier. It makes it a lot easier um, because it just creates a good environment. And, and, and it, you look at the, the, like the, the comments from the results over the last few, few, few games, such positive feedback, like say somebody saying, oh, I, I haven't seen them play like that for like five or six years. And which is what you want to hear is what you want yeah. to hear. A positive result the other night, Tuesday night against the league team. Yeah. They're the kind of things you want and, and then kick on and just, just win. You win the first few games of the season. And it, it's momentum. Your momentum yeah. will, carry you, will carry you through bad times, bad games, but momentum will carry you. Absolutely. And I just hope, just hope that they, they're, they're going to be successful and get straight back up because... Yep. Amen to that, Roy. I think we're all after after a few seasons we've had. I think we we we, we all need a bit of success, don't we? Yeah, we need it. Deserve. We need like say cup runs are great, but I think league form is 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 the one you want to look at. Now you you're more the league the cup cup games are a one off type of thing, and but but 
it's the it's the it's the marathon you want to win at the end. That's the one you want to win, and then that's yeah. um, and it's, it's nice when you win it because it's a sense of it's a massive sense of achievement as an individual and as a group as well and as a town as a town and we're we're we're, we're due it again. We're due to win something again. So um, absolutely, well, fingers crossed. That's it. Well, we we always end these interviews, Roy, by just asking um that y- yourself to just anything that you would like to say obviously you're still in the area so you probably still speak to an awful lot of fans anyway i suppose but anything yeah, I, to those fans that you you would like to say about your time as a as a player with the oval town well my, my time as a player it's been my most successful time as a player um and i think um what i really loved about the club is where when i first joined is is it's the fan base um there was a massive fan base down here um, and I, I think just stick behind the lads and, and get behind them because they they grow on that. It's, it's it's what we did. We grew on on the fans' feedback, and um, and they will give you something back as well. The players will give that that back as well. And notes that, and um, and just hopefully we can get back to where we where we should be, and we should like we are in this league, but we we need to get out of it. And, and I think we we with the fans we have we, we will be able to do that and uh, looking forward to it brilliant well roy thanks once again for joining us and well done on getting all the way through it without mentioning the other clubs now <laughs> and with a quick turn skipper alex dock slams it in there's lindergaard making forest back pedal Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away.